So I'm sure if you pay any attention to mainstream social media, you'll notice the growing split between the left and the right. And actually, despite what the majority of people think, this actually presents an amazing opportunity for where society has a chance of heading and where the direction the world could head. The reason for this is because before any big point of change can occur, there first needs to be a big shifting of polarities as that's the charge that's needed to boost things into the next level. Sort of like a spring. When you compress a spring down, you need that compression before it can recoil and spring up. So that's sort of what's happening on a planetary scale. There's a vast compression and splitting of the polarities so society can have a chance to restructure and move into its next stage of its development. So at first glance, the barrier of triggers and getting triggered might seem like it is in the way of progresses, and in some sense it is, but it's also the avenue in which will allow this change to happen and be explored. So why is it that we're actually getting triggered? What does it mean to get triggered in the first place? And what does a mirror have to do with this? Mm, looking past things like the identity crisis with all these different genders popping up and people getting cancelled and which points of view have compassion and which don't, from a certain perspective, and probably the easiest to explain, is essentially our mind isn't used to being under so much oppression from all these different programs in society. It is very much hardwired for coping with such conflict and struggling for survival, but there is another mechanism directing our brain in opposition to this, which is coming from consciousness. This mechanism from consciousness actually has a directive, which is constantly seeking to reformat your mind back into equilibrium, back into peace. And the key here is that the part of you that tries to do this is trying to find this equilibrium through seeking to address the shadow which surrounds it. It's seeking to bring to light all the things that are sitting in the subconscious which are unknown to the conscious mind as it knows the way you get to free yourself from these constraints of oppression and to overriding these base evolutionary structures of the body-brain connection is through allowing the conscious awareness to know these parts of itself better. So usually when you're looking at people who are projecting lots and lots and lots, what's happening is their consciousness is attempting to let them come into contact with the part of them that they're not aware of. And that's what will return them to wholeness. The problem is it's so scary for most people to actually look at these parts of themselves, to see that it exists inside them, so they have to project it onto the external, onto something else or someone else in order to be comfortable enough to first see it. The first step that usually happens is hating and attacking that quality. And that's what you're seeing right now in society with all this hate being projected in the world. But actually, this is a big step forwards in an evolutionary sense for these people because it means they're wanting to go somewhat out of their bubble, go into the mud, and finally look and become aware of a part of themselves that they didn't know existed before. So despite when someone getting triggered, it looking like a step in the wrong directions, in many senses, it's a step of evolution for people and for society because people's awareness of what is happening in reality is starting to somewhat expand. Now, I'm definitely not saying this is always the case. And you could say usually 
after a trigger has happened and that person has experienced lots and lots of pain, three things will happen. One, the person can't deal with that pain, so they want to ignore it or kill off that part of themselves to avoid looking at it. But because they projected that part of themselves onto others, that means they're going to want to kill that part of themselves off in someone else. In extreme circumstances, attack or even kill that person because it makes it much easier to bear with the fact that it's in their own shadow. The second thing is, it's still too painful to deal with, but for whatever reason, maybe they've grown up differently or they have more compassion or whatever it is, they don't want to harm someone else, so they choose to punish themselves. And then lastly, what can happen is the person finally realizes that after all that pain, that your pain never ends projecting it to the outside, And they finally realize that they actually have to ask themselves the simple question of, okay, why am I so emotional about this in the first place? And it's this little step, which is the pathway that takes us as humans inside ourselves so we can begin to realize, okay, I'm upset because I have that same thing within me. And this is what this has been about the whole time. It's not anyone else, it's me. So this phenomenon, as I'm sure probably many of you are aware, is called the mirror. That whatever you see in the outside or whatever it is that angers you is because there's some undealt thing within yourself which you haven't processed yet, which you're not aware of. So if you could relate this loosely to quantum mechanics in the simulation, it would come back to the idea that everyone has their own energetic field or bubble. And when you understand and are aware of the lines of code or the errors in your bubble, then when you come into contact with other people's bubbles, you won't make judgments about them because you've already sorted out and organized your own energetic field. You're contained within that code. But on the other hand, if you haven't sorted out your own energetic field, then you will make judgments because there is something unaddressed with your own bubble. So essentially, that's what the whole trigger thing boils down to, which is why in the East, they always teach people to bring things back to yourself. No matter what your ideas are, no matter what you think is right, no matter what you think is wrong about certain situations, the solution is never to be found on the outside by molding someone else's view. It's always to be found by going back to the inside because really, in reality, All this is just you learning about yourself. So right now, society is in this very primitive stage of waking up. So primitive that this evolution begins, in some cases, in attacking other people. But it is the first crucial stage where we're looking at the beginnings of humanity's collective consciousness, or at least a significant portion of it, moving from the external to the internal. And before that happens in the route that society is taking right now, what comes with that is an increasing polarization of everything. So the situation will get worse and worse and worse until either something breaks and society devolves or out of that big force of pain, people will seek to look inside themselves for the real solution. So does the solution for society's problems ever come from the left or is it ever going to come from the right or is it both or is it neither? The fact of the matter is no solution, no permanent solution can ever arise when people are still viewing things in the polarities of left and right. 
Because if one side, no matter which side it is, it is attacking the other for not being compassionate enough or for not being aware for this issue or for arguing a particular way, whatever it is, they're just attacking that part of themselves that they're uncomfortable with within themselves, something that they are unaware about within reality. So it's all just this giant fight against each other's subconsciousness and you can't win against your subconscious, not your own one, not anyone else's either. So if this is the case, what is the ultimate solution then? Well, the only solution is to rise your energy into the heart. But I'm not talking about the hippie version of the heart of peace and love, which I have nothing against. The energy of the heart is about elevating your energy past duality, past the polarities. Because when you can do that, your energy actually shifts into a different part of your body and you can begin to transcend the polarities of left and right. It's a portal to a different world which you can actually inhabit. So when you're living there, that's the only true place where concessions can be made, reconciliations can be made, and the issue can be actually solved because the issue can never be solved by fighting against one another or trying to have someone else have your viewpoint like that would work anyway. It can only be solved, at least with equal fairness, when you rise above that. Otherwise, oppression will always be subjugated on at least one segment of the population because when people are arguing, they're really only arguing against themselves and their shadow. And in that level of consciousness, only one shadow will come out victorious and with power. So humanity is at this very interesting stage where we're shifting our subconscious operating system from one phase to another. And no one knows what's going to happen as we make the final stages of that first jump, but it is going to be an interesting time. To be clear, I'm not at all saying the world doesn't need more compassion or certainty about what direction and values we hold. I'm just saying that reality is a giant mirror when processed through the mind. And the only way those conclusions about those directions are ever going to happen is by first accepting yourself and all of the parts which constitute that. So as humanity goes through this change, these polar forces are going to just keep on banging up against each other harder and harder, or at least until people have made the decision within themselves what life path they want to take. And once that has happened, once people have decided which path they want to take, even if they're not totally aware of it, even if it's just because they're running on subconscious patterns, then that is when society will begin its restructuring. The good thing about this, though, is there's such an opportunity for transformation to take place because everyone's going to be flinging their shit everywhere. Almost wherever you go, someone will be saying, take this oppression from when I was a teenager or take this bullying from when I was younger or take this unresolved self-worth and yada, yada, yada. Everyone has something they're going to be flinging around somewhere else and there's going to be tremendous value within these situations to the people who are aware enough to recognize and say, okay, I'm getting emotional and want to attack something outside me because there's something unresolved within me that my psychology is trying to wake myself up to. And when you awaken to that fact that everything and everyone in life is just trying to help you understand yourself better, 
that's when you can begin to no longer be oppressed by these external factors. It's not something that necessarily happens overnight, but the speed of it or the process of it can happen very quickly. And from the cultivated people I've been lucky enough to talk to, it's only limited to the speed of how much you're really willing to push past the pain and really get to the root of your problems. So thanks for listening. And please, if you have any feedback, please let me know how I can improve anything about the show or if you have any questions about any topic in particular. And that way I can make the service better for you. And if I've said something completely wrong or something that triggers you, please let me know because I want to become a better person and I really appreciate it if you tell me. So good luck in all these triggering times ahead. I hope you take this opportunity to seize the trigger, to look into the mirror and see what a miraculous time this is to progress and evolve. The simulation is really helping everyone out right now, not really giving anyone a chance to run away. So hope you have some good evolution and good amazing times moving forward. And see you soon. Yes, sir. I'd like to have an argument, please. Certainly, sir. <laughs> have you been here before? No, this is my first time. I see. Do you want to have uh, the full argument, or were you thinking of taking a course? Well, uh, what would be the cost? Well, yes, it's five. It's one pound for a five-minute argument, but only eight pounds for a course of ten. Hmm. Well, I think it's probably best if I start with the one and see how it goes from there, OK? Fine. I'll see who's free at the moment. Uh, Mr. Dubake is free, but he's a little bit conciliatory. Mm. Yes, sir. Try Mr. Barnard, room 12. Thank you. <clears throat> Is this the right room for an argument? I've told you once. <laughs> no, you haven't. Yes, I have. When? Just now. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Didn't. I did. <laughs> didn't. I'm telling you I did. You did not. Oh, I'm sorry. Is this a five-minute argument or the full half hour? <coughs> oh, oh, just the five-minute one. Fine. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, I did. You most certainly did not. Now, let's get one thing quite clear. <laughs> I most definitely told you. You did not. Yes, I did. You did not. Yes, I did. Didn't. Yes, I did. Didn't. Yes, I did. No, this isn't an argument. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. It's just contradiction. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. It is not. It is. <laughs> you just contradicted me. No, I didn't. Oh, you did. No, 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 no. You did just no, then. No, no, nonsense. Oh, look, this is futile. No, it isn't. I came here for a good argument. No, you didn't. You came here for an argument. Well, an argument's not the same as contradiction. Can be? No, it can't. An argument is a connected series of statements to establish a definite proposition. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. It isn't just contradiction. Look, if I argue with you, I must take up a contrary position. But it isn't just saying, no, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. <laughs> Arguments are an intellectual process. Contradiction is just the automatic gainsaying of anything the other person says. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. Not at all. No, look. I... Thank you. <laughs> what? That's it. Good morning. But I was just getting interested. Sorry, the five minutes is up. That was never five minutes just now. I'm afraid it was. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not allowed to argue anymore. What? If you want me to go on arguing, I'll have to pay for another five minutes. But that was never five minutes just now. Oh, come on. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I'm very sorry, but I told you I'm not allowed to argue unless you pay. Oh, all right. There you are. Thank you. Well? Well, what? That was never five minutes just now. I told you I'm not allowed to argue unless you paid. I just paid. No, you didn't. I did! I did! I did! <laughs> Look, 
about that. Well, I'm very sorry, but you didn't pay. Aha! Well, if I didn't pay, why are you arguing? Gotcha. There you haven't. Is that? If you're arguing, I must have paid. Not necessarily. I could be arguing in my spare time. <laughs> I've had enough of this. No, you haven't. Oh, shut up. <laughs>